Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Uh, this is a uniquely Canadian perspective podcast on all things Disney, from uh, from the parks to uh, travel for Canadians and uh, and the wider Disney entertainment universe. Uh, my name is Ryan Miller. I am from Hamilton, Ontario, and sitting to my right is my lovely wife, Lauren Miller. Uh, we are huge Disney fans. Uh, right across from us, uh, I will say, is the other half of the Double Doubles. Uh, across from me is Ryan Starkweather, and beside him is his lovely wife, Lauren Star from London, Ontario. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. So I feel like we should probably kind of get a little bit of an introduction going for everyone. So why don't we go around and maybe say, uh, let's kind of introduce ourselves with our favorite Disney character, uh, maybe favorite Disney attraction, and uh, maybe in-park entertainment. Uh, Lauren, do you want to start off? Yeah. So I'm Lauren Miller from Hamilton. Um, my favorite Disney character has to be Donald Duck. Um, I love how sassy he is. I love um, how angry he gets. So I really take to him. Uh, favorite attraction uh, has to be Tower of Terror. I love a little bit of um, mystery and spookiness. I think it's some of the best theming in the park. It's super classic. It's very classic. Um, and it's a little bit, it's a thrill ride. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and then favorite in park entertainment. Yeah. It's the Tiki Room. Just the, the whole thing the, in just general. The, the Tiki Room, yeah. The original, though, right? Not the like, original. I yeah, don't. you don't want Iago in there, right? That small no. break in the middle there. <laughs> no. right, everyone kind of like, went off the rails. Yeah, before the, the impromptu fire? No, I like uh, the cla- the classic, the yeah. Enchanted Tiki Room. I like the song. I like the birds. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going to go with. Awesome. Ryan, what about you? Uh, so my favorite character, I, I, I'm somewhat of a uh, Epcot fan. I would say Figment from... The, my childhood in the 80s is kind of the, the character that I most identify with. Um, maybe it's the idea that uh, this purple dinosaur, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, like Figment, uh, my favorite ride would be Splash Mountain. Um, I just wrote it again. We were there you know, a couple weeks ago. And I don't know if it's the fact that it's a 10-minute ride or the fact that the characters are you know, kind of bright and there's that kind of that down-home kind of bayou feel to it. Um, and of course, talk going to the talk of the thrill you know, the, the splash at the end is pretty great as well. Um, favorite entertainment in the park. Um, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say uh, Fantasmic as it's yeah. kind of Ooh. a, it's kind of my favorite way to kind of end a trip. Um, but yeah, I would say Fantasmic. Now you've seen both though, right? Right. Disneyland so, and Disney World. Yes. And I, and I'm sure at a later date we will discuss and divulge into both of those. Um, but Disney World is, is pretty great. So I will, I will stick with Fantasmic. Awesome. Yeah. And Lauren. So my favorite character is Rapunzel because, you know, she's a badass girl who takes care of herself. I like that. And you uh, also swing a mean like skillet. Right. And she's got great hair. So yeah. there's that. Um, and then I think my favorite ride, I was going to say the Snow White ride because I love it's just fantastic. But I scary actually, adventures. Mm-hmm, yeah. Scary adventures with Snow White. And um, I, I, but I also loved uh, Splash Mountain as as my kids just squealed with delight, you know, and the most recent time we went on, I thought for sure she was going to cry and she's just squealing and laughing. So that was awesome. 
Um, and live show, well, I said Muppets because I just love the Muppets. Is that the one in Magic Kingdom? Well, you know, the Magic Kingdom one was good, but then it has that whole American thing to <laughs> right. it. Just the American so, parts you know, of history. Yeah, like, kind of lost me there, but I, I do like the the one in Hollywood Studios too. And uh, Jim Henson worked on that like right up until uh, until his death. That's amazing. It was, uh, you know, one of the last projects that he was working on. It's really, really awesome. I do love the Miss Piggy being pulled away by the boat. I, that part gets me every time. <laughs> it's like, so funny. It's such a sight gig, but I love it. I, yeah. I like it so much. I have such trepidation on what the future of it is. Yes. Um, again, with, with real, you know, the chances of, you know, they'll have to at some point digitalize it and make it, uh, you know, have more longevity. And, and I'm, I just feel as though they'll probably at some point phase it yeah. out and turn it into something else. Hopefully a Muppet something. Um but yeah, I, every time I watch it, I'm like, is this the it last could time be I'm the watching last time, it? Right? Yeah. Well, this is totally like going sidetrack already. But uh, <laughs> uh, but when they were originally designing that Muppet area, um, Jim Henson was actually also working on a dark ride where you would go through kind of similar to, um, you know, the boat rides of, uh, of pirates and, mm. and that sort of thing. But it would take you through. Uh, the Muppets actually putting together a film and they would show you how you make a movie, oh, but cool. everything would be wrong about right, it. Of so course. they'd be telling you the wrong way to make a movie. Uh, so, you know, if they wanted to do an homage and, and throw back to, to the original idea that was supposed to be there, I'd love to see a ride like that uh, somewhere. In that would have been a yeah. cool way of using the uh, great movie ride space. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But something else instead. That's right. Uh, I'll swing back to me because uh, you might as well get, uh, get to know me as well. Uh, my favorite... So I'm, it's still Disney property, but Kermit the Frog is oh, yeah. my Good favorite call. Disney character. Um, he's just classic, like showman, front man. That's, uh, that's what I'm all about. I'm going to make it almost a clean sweep and go for Splash Mountain as my favorite attraction in the parks. It is, there's just something about how fun it is, how long it is. And, uh, you know, even in the cold weather, it's still worth getting on there, especially because, you know, when it's cold by Florida terms, there's a five minute wait for it. You, know, you just walk right on the ride. Uh, in terms of in park shows or entertainment, uh, I have to go for uh, another nighttime spectacular. I'm going for um, the new Happily Ever After. Yeah, that's good. Um, it is, you know, it's nostalgic for the people who want it to be nostalgic. Um, it's bright and vibrant and new technology for the people who have, uh, never seen it before. It's, uh, it's great. You can't beat, uh, when Tinkerbell flies. Yeah. Like oh, that's, yeah. that's my thing. It took me by surprise when I saw it, uh, because it wasn't at the beginning. Right. But it is at a point where you think that maybe the emotions can't get any bigger. And then that reveal and her, like I cheer every time I see it. Yeah. Uh, so I think they did a fantastic job with that. Absolutely. I think it makes it uh, so magical having everybody else's reaction. Of course, you know, we're yes. lucky. We, we, we do go to the parks quite a bit. It's neat to kind of hear that that gasp, that reaction yes. from from the crowd that it's their first time or that first experience. It really is, you know, it's like you're all experiencing it together yeah. for the first time. It's pretty magical. And I think that even people who are anticipating it are just getting ready to cheer because yeah. it's so fun. And, uh, you know, it's the it's the, you know, the ultimate peak of of the the whole thing really uh you're just starting the wrap up the uh, the finale and and she kind of kicks it off and sometimes she doesn't fly yeah depending on weather mm. so mm. i find when we watch That's it i sort of wonder 
Is it going to happen? I've ever been there that she's not really. We were there last month. I mean, obviously with lightning. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But I think the the winds were too high. Mm. uh, So she didn't fly one of the nights. Yeah. But she did fly another night. And you can tell because people cheer. Yeah. You you know uh, when she's flying or when she isn't. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, this being the inaugural episode of uh, Dole Whips and Double Doubles, I think it's uh, important to kick off with a topic that is probably near and dear to all of our hearts. We're going to talk about food, yeah, and specifically food and restaurants that are in uh, the parks. So today we're going to be each listing or going through our top five restaurants within the Disney parks at Walt Disney World. Uh, we'll make that little caveat that we're we're talking about Walt Disney World in Florida. Uh, we're going to go through each of our top fives and uh, and see which ones match up and which ones are surprising. So I don't know who wants to kick us off. Lauren, why don't okay. you go for that? Yeah. Uh, okay. I had a I had a hard time, uh, and some of these are in no particular order. I think, or the order changes day to day, maybe, or maybe time um, of year. Yeah, time of year. Uh, because some of the menus are seasonal at 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 least one of these. I think uh, maybe one or two on my list. Um, so my my number five I'm going to say is Tiffin's at Animal Kingdom. Um, I think it's a beautiful location. Um, I don't have you been. Has everybody We've there not, been? No. Have you stepped inside? Uh, no, we have not. Now I will also say you guys will learn this on the podcast that. Um, it is a signature dining experience. It is. And so it is a two dining credit. And yes. so that is something that I typically stay away from yeah. um, as it's just not something that I like to yeah, do. We, I don't think you're the only one who stays away from it because every time we've gone yeah. to Animal Kingdom, we frequently see signs out front that say there are reservations available for Tiffin's. Mm-hmm. It's like they're yeah. trying to drive people into that restaurant. But it is like I agree, it is really great inside. We've also been, um, and they allow you to explore. I think they have three different dining areas. Uh, and we've stepped into dining areas that have no one seated in them. Um, I think that's often been at lunch. Uh, but but you really have to admire the workmanship and the imagineering that has gone into the theming of the restaurant. So it's attached to the, to the Nomad Lounge. Um, which, which we, we also, also love. Uh, so that one's sort of based, the theming is all on nomadic animals. Uh, but there's just such artistry in in Tiffin's. Uh, when you walk in, the check-in desk has this beautifully wooden carved map uh, behind them. And a Tiffin is, I I think it's an, an Indian carrying case. I could be wrong about the location, but it's um, like a stack of containers that you would carry your, your lunch in. Um, so a Tiffin is like you might have rice in one and then you have like something else in the other one. So they have some of those kind of located around the restaurant. Um, you can see work journals from like Joe Rohde, who I think was one of the driving forces behind the restaurant and Animal Kingdom. Um, but the menu, yeah, it's a little pricier. Uh, we've done the Rivers of Light dining package there, which we can talk about another time. I don't think it's totally worth it, but um, you get an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert there. Uh, the menu is seasonal, but I've enjoyed everything I've had there. Um, it's a little bit more adventurous, I would say. Sure, um, yeah. It's not your American fare, obviously. No. Right. Uh, but really delicious food. How does um, it compare to Tusker House in terms of menu? Quite different, I would say. I'd say it's probably a little bit more adventurous. Like yeah. Tusker House has enough to kind of satisfy everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tiffin's is is definitely... 
you know, if you're, if you're into a, if you have eclectic tastes, this will kind of, uh, be up your alley. It's one had, step out yeah, of comfort. I had for some a, people. um, like a pork belly ramen mm. noodle dish, which was delicious and not, not too specific in, in any kind of flavor profile, but, but you're not going to find pork belly at Tusker house. Right. Um, they have a bread service there, which was okay. I don't think it's on par with some of the other bread services. It's no Sanaa. No. no. <laughs> uh, but their charcuterie platter is delicious. I've had that. Um, and they had like a duck pate, which I have to say I was not too jazzed about trying, but it was my favorite thing on the on wow. the platter. Um, so they have some things that if you want to kind of go beyond what you're used to and try, you can do that, or you can kind of play it a little bit safe. Um, yeah, just everything I've had, I've really enjoyed there. Uh, and a really nice dining experience. So that's my, it's one of them. Uh, should I just go through my whole list? Yeah, why not? Tusker House is also on my list. Oh, back-to-back um, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I love Animal Kingdom. Uh, Tusker House, I think, is one of the more enjoyable character dining experiences that we've had. Now, we've actually only done breakfast there. Um, but we've had a great time. We've had a fun time with the characters. We love Donald. So being his... Uh, breakfast he's there with daisy uh we've seen goofy and mickey um i think sometimes pluto's there as well they kind of yeah. rotate through the fat yes. five except donald is always there yes. in his safari outfit yeah. and uh yeah i they have uh crispy cream donut holes which i i mean i know that's nothing fancy but i always go back for seconds for <laughs> for those um yeah, I just love I love the good mix. You can get smoked salmon. There's bagels. There's some like African inspired dishes, um, eggs, uh, potato barrels, which are tater tots. <laughs> and, fancy fancy words for. Uh, but yeah, I love that you can get dessert and and kind of as much as you want um, and meet the characters. Uh, number three on my list is Liberty Tree Tavern in Magic Kingdom. Ooh, um, I thought about putting it on. There. It's it's one of those that always is better than I expect it to be. Um, on one of our trips last year, we took friends who had never been to Disney before, and that was sort of all around our favorite, um, our favorite meal. It was so consistent. Everything was delicious. Um, anywhere I can get stuffing at any it's, time of uh, the year, like I have something on my list. Yeah, stuffing. yeah, I'm into that. Um, and the, is it pot roast that must come on the menu? Yeah. Yeah. I, it was fall apart. It was so tender. Um, the salad, the buns, just everything's so comforting about it. Um, well, and something it's a, about a Thanksgiving dinner kind yeah. of really uh, makes that whole experience mm-hmm. like comforting. It's it's easy, good food, and uh, and it's family style, right? It's family style, so you kind of I feel like it's good value. You can eat as much. I can get more stuffing if I want. Yeah. You can get more mac and cheese if you want. Uh, so that's one that I that I continue to enjoy and never regret eating there. Um, my second is Monsieur Paul, also a signature dining experience. <laughs> um, but I really, I find it such a, um, a different dining experience than a lot of restaurants in the parks. It's quieter. It's smaller. Um, they only do dinner. Um, and the food is is pretty fantastic. It's pretty heavy on the, the cream and and dairy but that's classic um, french cuisine yeah. though and i've most times i've had the fish with the potato scales and like a rosemary cream the presentation is beautiful um everything's just prepared just so beautifully <clears throat> excuse me and uh it's 
Uh, spoiler alert, it's one of Ryan's favorites. So we've been a few times. Um, <laughs> and then my my number one is Tempanito, uh, which I know some wow. people have said, yeah. <laughs> some people have said, um, that you know, it's. I think it's hibachi. Is that? I think uh, that, there's that. That it's just a thing hibachi that people. Style restaurant. Yeah. No, I think there's a chain. Oh yeah. Um, that does this, but I don't know. We don't go. This is sort of the only place. But I love the Jap the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. Um, and we've just always had such a good time there. Uh, you so you seat. You're usually seated with other people. Um, I don't know how many is there maybe 10 people around the, the grill. Yeah, it's got to be nine or 10. Yeah. And so then the chef comes out and, and they prepare your meal on the grill. It's entertaining. Uh, we have a really fabulous picture with the chef from our engage, like shortly after we were engaged. So he he made a goofy on the grill out of onions and then put the hat on me, the chef hat and gave Ryan the salt and pepper shakers. And he's holding his knives like sort of in a very big motion. So we just have this really fun memory and photo from that, from, from that dinner. But I love noodles. I love Japanese food. Um, and I know it's nothing too exciting, but, uh, I just always have a really good time there. And I, I usually get the shrimp and steak shrimp. I don't know. Shrimp and or steak, um, and green tea, just like plain unsweetened green tea is pretty delicious there. So those yeah. are my top five. Now, we have eaten at Tepnito, and it was hey, good. Stop. Yeah. It's on my list. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. It wasn't on mine. But no, you know what? Honestly, I I, thought I agree with you. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, the food was good. I mean, all of the places that we will talk about tonight are definitely kind of our favorites. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I thought it was good. I, I'm not sure. I, certainly, it's not on my top five. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I did like the experience. The show part of it, I think, makes it taste better, in my opinion, than... The, yeah. the food per yeah. se, um, but truthfully, there's a couple on my list that I have on the list because of the performance of right. the venue more so than the food. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I agree that uh, often that will enhance, just enhance the experience all yeah. around in the food. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. you are kind of going for an experience yeah. Uh, yeah. on top of the food itself. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Number one. Yeah. Well, today, you know. We'll yeah, see. it might change. Yeah, that's fair. Ryan, how about you? All right, so um, I am going to go in particular order, um, and being my my worst top five to my best top five. Um, so um, my least favorite favorite is be our guest. Um, I think it is a great value again dining plan as a quick service credit breakfast or lunch. Um, I'm not sure I would put it on my top five if I was going for dinner for mm. a two credit meal is that post yeah after the signature change yeah yeah yeah. i I mean for me to use a quick service credit for the breakfast and the and the lunch especially the lunch um i think it's just good value again be our guest castle is one of those kind of rite of passage places right there's there's you know cinderella's royal table Mm -hmm. be our guest um chef mickey's there's some restaurants uh, on you know disney world property that people have to go to um be our guest is one of those I think the venue is beautiful. Um, I think from the music box room to the West Wing, um, you know, to to the rose petals, um, I feel as though, you know, and we talked about this before the podcast, the, the food isn't, um, again, it's, it's why it's my five, not my number one. Um, the food is, is good. Um, it's not always great, but I think the venue in itself is worth eating in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's, 
So it's not even on my list because Ooh. I feel like I just get so rushed there. Oh, it, it, like, for sure. It's it's herding def- cattle. It is a process yeah. and they, they kind of have it down to a science. Yeah. I, I still don't figure out how they know where you are or, or yeah. no well they yeah. know where you are but even the uh even the servers who know where an empty table is where they're going to place you um you know people come in at all different times they just have a constant stream of people coming in they must have the table number on the chit yeah. i think they must have when they place you they must that's no. how they have to know. They don't. I don't know because when you because when you order yes. directly from the the, machine. the machines, right. you and put your you magic band down. on. It's magic. I, th- I think well, it must be the magic the band. What if you're right. in the bathroom? They won't find you. How do they yeah. bring your food? I, it's magical. It is magical. So that is why <laughs> it's it's on my list because it's so magical. As I said, it, it's beautiful. Um, you know, we have a, a five year old daughter, and eating in any castle is yes. is is better than not. Uh, and so I definitely think I see it through that lens a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point we'll talk about our top five quick service and I would put it in there. If I was using a two sit down credit yeah. for this meal, I'm probably not putting it on my top five. Especially because right. Belle's not there. Yeah. Right. I just think the people, beast. Just the beast. I think there's a lot of people that probably go, what yes. the heck? Where is she? Yep. Uh, okay, so my number four is, um, and I will tell you, it was tough um, because I, I love 50s primetime, and so it's there, but I also love Sci-Fi Diner. Um, so 50s primetime is what I'm going with, just to kind of throw in my six there. Um, 50s primetime, I love the setup of it. Um, I love the throwback kitchen. Um, I love the fried chicken. The peanut butter and jelly milkshakes are great. Uh, I just love the ambiance mm-hmm. again, and to me... Uh, that's important when I'm eating at Disney is I want that whole experience, right? I don't want just the good food. I yep. want the good food and I want to feel like it's an experience. And right? they're performing. Yeah. Those yeah. Yeah. are performing. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Remember, you know, make sure you know what color the soap is when you go in there, yep. right? They're going to call you cuz they're going to get mad at you for ketchup, all that kind of stuff. I love the experience. Um, you know, we went with, with my mom a few years back. Uh, and of course for her, it was even uh, a different experience. Right. Of course it's kind of her generation, right? She looks at that and says, wow, that's literally what it looks like living in, 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 in in her uh in the 50s so did you have you been able to sit at the kitchen table with the tv yeah we haven't but often we're just so close yeah but that just seems like that's the best seat in the house yeah it was cool and of course our our kids are media fiends and so uh which we limit just side note uh but uh any type of dining venue where there is a screen they think it's the greatest thing in the world (laughs) it's just so so outside of what uh, the norm is uh so my number three is a duplicate it is tusker house um again i agree uh characters are wonderful um i actually really like um the fact that the buffet is not your standard buffet yeah now we've done lunch so it's got you know some curried dishes some Mm -hmm. different types of rices um you know, it's got a lot of options, of course, for those who want chicken tenders and potato barrels. Yeah. They've got those as well. Uh, but it's got that feel that, you know, you've, it's a little bit more eclectic and you yeah. kind of pick what you want. And if your kids want to have Krispy Kreme donut holes and potato barrels, yep. you know, you know, they're, they're able to. So definitely. Um, and we went a, a, a couple of years ago and, and really liked the, the character interaction for sure. Yeah, no. I, I would say that was uh some of my favorite photos that trip because they were goofing around with each other. Goofy yeah, absolutely. was trying to kiss Daisy and yeah, it was, I love my, that. My first time there, there, there weren't characters. Now I don't know if it was the meal. I don't remember if it was characters only at breakfast oh, right, or dinner. It was only at breakfast for a while. Right? But I went at lunch um, and yeah, like it was good. 
it was still a good buffet. Uh, there were lots of interesting salads, like you said, curry dishes, yeah. which I like. Um, but the characters definitely add something to that mm-hmm. atmosphere, to that space that I think was kind of lacking when they weren't there. So I agree. It's a good, good what, food, good characters. What's the dessert item that's really popular? The zebra domes. Yes. Oh, yes. They were delicious. Yes, yes. Those are not at breakfast. No. Uh, so next time we're not doing breakfast. <laughs> I love I love those zebra domes. Yeah, because it's only one of two places that you can, or three places right. that you can get zebra, drome, zebra domes on Disney property. Two of them are at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then one of them is right. in Tusker House, but only for lunch, lunch and, dinner. and dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so I, as I said, and you know what? Another opportunity to get a photo of characters dressed up in something out of the norm again is super fun, right? And them in their jungle outfits, um, you know, definitely great photo ops, which we're always looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number two is La Hacienda de San oh. Angel in Epcot. I'm going off the board here. Um, love Mexican cuisine. Um, and we did this, uh, uh, you know, a while back uh, when the kids stayed with grandma for the night and we had a date night. And so that certainly made it better. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. Uh, it was a quiet meal. It sounded great. But uh, the margaritas, um, the, the dishes were fantastic. The ambiance is great. Um, you know, if you can get a seat by the window and watch Illuminations, um, that would be a great did experience. You? Well, no, because... I'm sadly so used to eating at 530 that uh, <laughs> I can't wait till nine to eat my dinner. But um, yeah, it definitely would be a great place to kind of watch it if, if you've got the chance. Yeah, I feel like uh, anybody who's trying to watch Illuminations, it's such a, a scary, tense moment where you, uh, you know, you're making your dining reservation for, you know, 730 or 745 and just hoping that there's a seat by the window and that you can wait long. Um, but you know, if you're banking on getting that window seat, you may be disappointed because I know it's very popular uh, among a lot of people who who want to dine at that restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. And and the view is is spectacular. And I mean, even just going for sunset is wonderful, yeah. right? It's just it's the, the windows on the water. It really is beautiful. And the food was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely, you know, I would put it on my list if in, in the world showcase, if you've got. Uh, you know, kind of a restaurant that you're looking at, that would be one I'd think of. Now, have you been to the San Angel Inn? I sure have. Next to the volcano. And how do you compare the two? Like, because kind of the, a bit of a similar palette, but, but obviously there's a reason why La Hacienda is on your top five and San Angel is not. So San Angel is on my top five. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, that controversy. That's Who doesn't want to eat beside a volcano? I, right? So my rebuttal would be, if the food was as good as La Hacienda, I would agree with you. But it's it just wasn't. The margaritas were equally as good. I will tell you that. The margaritas in all of the Mexico Pavilion is fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't. No. I have a feeling we need to give it another chance. Because I remember being there with very little children and spending mm. a lot of time in the bathroom. Maybe the meal would be better had you not had to do that. If it was another date night. Maybe, right. maybe I, again, Food's I, better when the kids aren't there. Yeah. I, well, that's mm-hmm. not, you're right. But, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, you know what? Um, it's really dark in there. It is dark. Um, We've done that one. We it's... haven't done La Hacienda. Okay. I remember liking the complimentary chips and salsa. Yes. Right. Those were really good. Yes. I do remember it being dark. The volcano was good. I, I remember it went off. There's the Phineas and Ferb. Oh, like yeah, yeah, the uh, scavenger hunt kind of game, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And that so something happened with that game when we were in there, and that was a little moment of excitement. Um, but the f- 
the food otherwise I think was not as memorable. But like you, maybe maybe we need another another, another go. go. That's Don't you kind of feel like it's or, probably all the same kitchen? No, no, it's definitely not. Well, because and they'd like, have to carry it across yeah, the there, road. There, there, like a tunnel underneath the World Showcase Boulevard. Then no, 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 no. You're no. Um, so just for the record, I am right and you're not. And <laughs> so my number one uh, is, uh, and again, to reiterate, remember these are just Disney Park or Walt Disney World uh, restaurants, not resort options. That'll mm-hmm. be later on uh, at a, another podcast, or this list would look different. Garden Grill, uh, another Epcot um, with Mickey, Pluto, Chip, and Dale dressed up in their their farming gear. Mickey is the the cutest. He's in the cutest his, farmer in his farming outfit. It's true. I honestly the the restaurant revolves slowly, um, very very, very slowly. slowly. <laughs> I do have sometimes people will say to me, "Oh, I'm worried about getting nauseous." It's really you wouldn't really notice it if you weren't watching the wall kind of move. Um, it's over top of the ride, the land. Um, which is a ride that I like to go on. I am sadly blocked numerous times in going on it on my trips. Um, we love the land. Living yeah, with living, the land. living with the land. Yeah, living with right? the land is a great yeah. ride. Yeah, it is. I just um, wonder how long until they put something better there. Oh, uh, so yeah, no. Anywho, so this is what I deal with, and the the restaurant it, it was great. It's got family style, which again for a character meal I can't stress enough. Um, again, we like Tusker House, but like other buffets with character meals, there is that rush of especially if you've got young ones of getting their meals, sitting them down, making sure okay, that the character comes, get back up, go get some more food, sit down, get your food, eat it before it's cold. Where the family style really comes in, they serve you a plate again. It's got pot mm-hmm. roast. It's got stuffing. It's got turkey. It's got cranberry sauce. It's got mac and cheese. Um, and it just had a really, it was a very relaxed feel. Also, the characters were great. Um, Super funny. Yeah, they were. it was a really fun meal. Um, it's one that my kids talk about all the time, uh, which, again, makes things taste better, right? That whole experience in itself. Um, but I would absolutely highly recommend it. I would do it again in an instant. It was a great experience. So number one for me is Garden Grill. And lunch, lunch and dinner over breakfast? Again, I think for value. It's yeah. tough for me to get value out of breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other thing I would say is I think this is like almost a hidden gem because you could go right. on – you can go on the My Disney Experience and you could find Garden Grill for dinner tomorrow. Yeah. Right? It's not, for some reason, it's Which just not as popular. Which is interesting because Mickey is there. It's true. Yeah. It's Mickey, Pluto, Chip, and Dale. That Me- seems to be the, the draw of somewhere like Chef Mickey's, which isn't at the park. So it's extra effort. Not a yeah. whole lot, but extra effort to get there. Yeah. And I'll, full disclosure, we've not gone because... I've never done Chef Mickey's. Because I always hear the food is not... It's yeah. subpar. It's not I great. I, so I, I would be more likely to see Mickey in his farming outfit. Uh, yeah, this would I, be my. Go-to. I'm pretty sure yeah. we the characters all came around twice. They goofed yeah. around with each other really well. Made funny jokes. Teased Finn a lot, our little guy, which was great. Um, and yeah, I thought the food was awesome. I love family style. I'm. I hate buffet. I love. Family yeah. Style. Was yeah. it the same as like Liberty Tree, where you can ask for more and they'll yes. bring you? Yeah. They want to bring yeah. you more. And yeah. Of course, our, funny. we had a, a three-year-old at the time, and she was and is quite spirited and just likes noodles. And so they were bringing out mac and cheese left, right, and center. Yeah. So for sure, you can ask for all that extras. And the wait staff was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It really was. Like it, it, by and large, everything about the meal was pretty great. So that's awesome. I'm sold. Yeah. yeah, I'd be really interested, uh, like, because I kind of love some of the 
uh, behind the scenes, how they yeah. plan uh, certain things. I'd be really interested to know how long it takes to rotate around the entire restaurant. Mm. And if that's geared towards like, is it an hour? Because they kind of want for people to be in and I out for right. an hour. Yeah, no, I totally um, think you're right. Or by the time we came around, it was time to... It, yeah. it must be planned yeah. uh, specifically to kind of be like, oh, we're here again. We should probably be wrapping up and heading out. Right. And if, yeah. you know, yeah. if on a particularly busy day, do they have the option of like increasing the speed <laughs> or making it, <laughs> you know, it's only you're done in 55 minutes right. instead yeah. of one People hour. People flying out of the restaurant. Yeah. Coming everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's moving faster. So you're eating faster. maybe. Yeah. I also think that there's a part of my nostalgia from from 80s Ryan going to Disney World and having you know, the, the hot air balloons up in the, the ceilings yeah. and just that whole pavilion of where Soren and then living with the land was. And of course, Soren wasn't there at that time. There's something really nostalgic about walking into that room and just seeing the, the tables down below. Yeah. And, and just, uh, so I think there's something really cool about that as well. And, and hence why I picked Figment as my character. Mm -hmm. There is something really neat about kind of being able to kind of go back and see it change and evolve and, and for the better. Because of course, Soren is such a great ride yeah. and, and yeah. the land is is still there because it's so great. Um, and uh, so, yeah, no, Garden Grill, number one. All right. So Lauren from London, and I had a hard time with this list because I actually um, don't like cafeteria style that much. I don't want to eat at a buffet. Mm -hmm. I want someone to serve me. I want to sit down and relax and enjoy my meal. So, um, and and truthfully, there are tons of options in all the parks. Um uh, and I have a lot of the same as you guys. So, uh, I had Tapanito yes. mainly because of the entertainment. Yep. And again, I, just like you, we have a great photo of my sister with, yeah. with the chef and, uh, Finney was just two and a half at the time. So great memories. I was going to ask how, like how that experience is with kids, yeah. because we've kind of seen it hit or miss. It's a tough time. Yes. Um, you know, lunchtime might be a little bit easier, but dinner time, some of the kids might be a little tired. I've Epcot's seen, a lot of walking. I've seen a lot of bowls of white rice yeah. in front of kids, which if that like the mac and cheese, if that's what they want, that's what they can get. Sure. Um, I have to add for Tempanito. I love the ceremonies of it as well. Yeah. Like how it, everything seems to, um, have a place in the, in the meal or there's a certain order to things. So I, yeah. that's part of the experience I like, yeah. but I did agree. your kids have a good time there he was i we think, only had one at the time yeah okay. and he's a, a he's an easygoing one thank god and um he was with auntie lisa so that helped and so i think we all did a good job of keeping him busy but we also we, try to book our reservations early like we will do a five o'clock dinner right. versus a six every yeah. time and teppanito actually to be honest i might even pick a four thirty, just oh, yeah. because it the service you're right it's a big it's a it's it's, it's long yeah, it's, yeah. An, it's absolutely an event right so you would like to get there, I would say, before your kids are hangry. You don't eat right away you at don't. that lunch, yeah. that's yeah. for sure. And you're kind of watching it. And and you know what? Some kids will probably be able to watch it, no problem. Some kids are going to be like, no, I need noodles now. So yeah. I would definitely err on the side of caution and book a little earlier for I sure. I need noodles now. That's how I feel when <laughs> I see that I'm pile of noodles. right now, all this food talk. <laughs> Okay, um, I also, so I had San Angel uh, at the Mexican restaurant for the reasons that I stated, because volcanoes are awesome. And do you remember your food? Like, does, does the food stand I, out? I or know. was it the atmosphere? I, right, it, absolutely. It I totally agree with you. The atmosphere is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was romantic. If it's I it's perpetual twilight there, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. That whole pavilion is kind of special for yes, that reason, right? For you sure. walk in yes. and you are totally transported. Yeah. It's nighttime, so... 
yeah, I do. I do really think it's cool. And people go like, wow, there's a restaurant back there. Right. And then there's the, the ride. The there's ride, people going exactly. by. Yeah. So I, that is a big plus. Get, but finish if, dinner and go on the ride. You know, if they had fun. the food from Lux. Oh, right. yeah. No, it would be number one. If yeah. they had the food from across the way <laughs> and the ambiance for sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I remember the food and I remember not being super happy with, right. with the food. But again, at that moment I was there for the ambiance and it was amazing. So I, okay. I do love, um, cause grand fiesta tour goes, goes past. And every time that I'm on that ride, I always try to find some little kid who's, yes. who's sitting right <laughs> beside, uh, beside the edge, who is just wanting to wave at yeah, everyone yeah, in the boats. Yeah. Um, so they'll, you know, I'll always look for someone that I can wave to because chances are they'll wave back. And that's a great ride. Cause it's such a throwback to my childhood. Yeah. yeah. Through Caballeros. Love that cartoon. Um, okay. So I, I said Tusker house, um, and because of the characters, but again, I don't love buffet. So actually I did want to mention Skipper Canteen. I know you oh, guys, yeah. like, I know the food's not great. <laughs> um, yes. That would be exactly why it's not on our list. You are correct. But it's, it's so neat to be in that restaurant in the middle of the park and kind of forget that you're in the park. You forget you're in Magic you do. Kingdom. And yeah. so this would be a good segue to Tiffin's because we have not done yes. Tiffin's, but we've done Skipper Canteen. Right. How unique, different food-wise? Because to me, it sounded like you were kind of explaining very similar-ish. Um, I don't think it's the same like no. technical cuisine yes. um, because definitely in Tiffin's, you've got a lot of African-inspired flavors. Yeah. And with... Uh, Skipper Canteen, I feel like it's more of an Asian more influence. Thai, for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. But that yeah. being said, the uh, from when Skipper Canteen opened, uh, which was only a few years ago, up until now, the menu has changed. Absolutely. And stuff that we saw the first time that we went is not there on the menu anymore. Some um, of it is. Some of, the last some of it is. There? Uh, we, last on our month. last trip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just looking and, at the menu today, actually, yeah, for, for something. It's, uh, Tiffin's, it's a, it's a whole different level um just the precision the flavors um it's not trying to kind of appeal to everybody whereas i think skipper canteen is trying to do something a little different but still be accessible um i had the salad with steak on it yeah a Um, a lot of steak salad yeah it was good it was you know it was kind of more towards the end of our trip i needed some vegetables uh so that worked that worked well um yeah, it's now. Have you always sat in the mess hall when you've gone? Um, in the, kind of the first yeah. dining area. Yeah. yeah. Now I will say we did go do a tour and, okay. and looked at the different rooms. And again, yeah. for sure, again ambiance. I'll give yeah. it four stars. It's wonderful. Walking through the book bookcase. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I want to sit in that back room. Yeah. yeah. The lighting's better. It feels a little cozier. We were there and it was quite chilly, so we were not that mm-hmm. far from from the entrance. Mm-hmm. So I did find it a little cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but and there's all those butterflies. The butterfly, yeah, like for that's sure. I really yeah. like that. Yeah, um, the servers do a good job. Yeah, it's at funny. sort of keeping with the with the theming. The, the yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you know what? It's it's again for a park restaurant. I would mm-hmm. g- agree that it would be closer to my top five. But we always say if you're only going to spend one day at Magic Kingdom, don't sit down inside the park. Like right, you know, do your sit downs on your non park day. Yeah. They right? don't have. But, the best sit downs. Nope, they don't. No. 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 Totally okay. agree. And honestly, that's again, as I said, when we expand this to kind of resorts and Disney yeah. Springs, it kind of changes the list. Yes. Um, okay. Significantly, right? But you know what? I'm going to say something slightly controversial here. <gasps> but uh, the last time that we went oh, to yeah. Tony's, we were pleasantly surprised oh, at how yeah. good it was. Yeah. Because for years, kind of what we've been reading or seeing people who who review mm-hmm. it uh, have said that you know it 
just hasn't been that great. They haven't really enjoyed themselves. And honestly, the last time we went there, we went for lunch and the food was phenomenal. We, we went because we wanted to try the, um, they have the Festival of Fantasy package. Uh, so Ryan likes to take photos and we wanted the VIP viewing area. Oh, we wanted yes. to try it out yes. and see if it was worth it. Um, we unfortunately decided to have a very late breakfast, forgetting that we had a huge lunch coming at Tony's, uh, which included an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. Um, so while the food was, was very surprising, uh, we were not as hungry as I wish we had it been. It was a lot of food. Um, but I had... Oh, I have a bad memory for it. But there was some sort of appetizer with like eggplant. Uh, very good. I had... Um, like it Was it gnocchi? I think so, yeah. I don't know. Delicious dish. I love tiramisu cannolis, but um, yeah, I I wouldn't write it off. I There was a time where maybe I really would not recommend it to people, but that dining experience last summer um, gave me new hope. Yeah, I was going to say the first time that we went to Tony's was a number of years ago, and it was... I, it was fine. It was immemorable. It, like, was it just didn't really right. well, yeah. uh, stick with us. But this pastime would make me consider going to it again. Or if you're not an adventurous eater and you just want pasta and carbs, and it's it's a good choice. You'll you'll get a good meal. Yeah. So there's my controversial. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, that's a there. hot take right there. Yeah. Right, but that's, that's not on your top five. But it's you not just on my top five. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So did you finish yours? No. No. I have one okay. more. Very controversial. <gasps> yeah. Because this is some crazy memories. Coral Reef restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So I absolutely appreciate that it's uh, not everyone's favorite. Um, but I, again, love the entertainment. I love yeah. that you can watch the scuba divers in a huge yes. tank of fish. That's so cool. Um, and actually, I remember the food being good. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's really rose colored for me because that was our first, my first trip to Disney when I was 18 years old and Ryan took me there. Wow. It almost killed him though. Oh, so yeah. there was that's that where whole... I learned that I'm allergic to clams, mussels, Ooh. and any mollusk. Yeah, and uh, so I will not be uh, partaking in that. Um, but I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I, good. I ate there on my first Disney trip Aww. as well, and I remember um, there was a sea turtle just kind of hanging out on the bottom, just on the sand. And from far off in the distance, we could see this other sea turtle just slowly coming up, and then he just like gently floated down and kind of. Seemed like he gave a gentle hug to the other uh, sea turtle and then just quickly left. But it was such a sweet little, like, little aquarium moment (laughs) that I, that's what I kind of remember the most about that place. But I also have good memories of the food, like nothing. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So a nice, a nice alternative um, over in Future World where I think we don't often think, same with Garden Grill, we we always think World Showcase. Absolutely. Totally agree. One thing I would say, of course, caveat is if you're not a seafood fan, definitely not the restaurant for you. (laughs) Right. Um, Which is kind of ironic because you're going to watch seafood while you eat seafood. I feel like, I I mean, if fish have any sort of emotions, I... Torture. You're watching a bunch of people eating Frank, Gary, and and Tom, your friends, uh, while you're in the aquarium. A bunch of single tears being shed for sure. That's what fills the aquarium. Oh, oh no! Oh, let's move on to Ryan's. That I'm was sorry. too much. That was that too was, much. That was dark. That was but too much. Super romantic because yeah. you know it also <laughs> almost great. killed him. Yeah, no, it was good. I'm glad you. Everything it. was great until we got back to the hotel room. Oh. Yeah. Poor Ryan. All right, I'm I'm hopping in. Okay. Uh, top five, number five. Uh, it's been said before, and again, I was on the fence to the sci-fi dine-in is thematically 
amazing uh, to kind of sit there and watch the uh, watch the drive-in movies, um, all the old horror classics. Well, and you're are, sitting in cars. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's an experience that you really can't get anywhere else on property. But I had to give it to Fifties Prime Time. <laughs> yeah. I came yeah. to the same conclusion. Yeah. There's something about the experience of being, um, you know, in that Fifties cafe. And and getting your your aunts and uncles cousins uh, kind of serving you uh, and playing with you a little bit. Um, I always love Lauren has a story of I think the first time that she went to fifties uh, prime time there was a a mom and two kids and the uh, and the server who would have been either her you know cousin or her yeah. aunt uh, basically told her that because she hadn't finished her peas uh, made the mom go and stand in the corner. The kids just like lost it. They just lost it. They thought it. And the mother was giggling red faced uh, while the server was just like pointing her to the corner, making her stand facing like nose to the corner. And the kids had obviously never seen their mother like disciplined before. And it was like, they were just having a riot. Yeah. So I know not everybody uh, can, can ha- wants that experience. I know not every, is... some people don't want that kind of attention. They don't want to be involved in it. This family had no problem with it. Um, I think Ryan, you've been told something you've been told to put rubber s- plastic sheets on the bed or something. Yeah. Cause I asked for a second drink. Yes. So like, I like that kind of poking fun. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely isn't necessarily for everybody because yes. some people could be offended by it, but you have to go into it with kind of a, and a it's fun... good to know what you're getting into for sure. And I think, and I think the wait staff there is pretty intuitive to kind of judge the room. Right. So if you're giving them vibes that you're not at all into this, they're not going to make you stand in the corner. Right. They're not going to ask you the color of the soap. They're going to treat you just (laughs) like you're at a Kelsey's. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're open to having that kind of fun, that playful banter, you know, most times they're going to give it back to you. Yeah. Uh, my number four on my list is going to round out the animal kingdom, uh, restaurants with yak and Yeti. Uh, so something, something about it technically is like a part or not part owned Disney restaurant. So it's operated by, by another company, but it, because it's on Disney property, it kind of is a Disney restaurant. Um, so they have their own diners club card that some people will come in and use, but honestly, the menu is so vast that I feel like there's something for everybody on that list. Um, I definitely think, you know, it it has some easygoing dishes um, and then something, some things that are a little bit more of an adventure. Delicious egg rolls. Oh yeah. And the Um, egg rolls are also available at their quick service kind of outside. I mean, we're not really talking about this, but I just want to mention Yak and Yeti local cafes is a great, a great spot. Yeah. Good breakfast spot. Anyway, we had sake for the first time at ah, Yak yeah. and uh, and really enjoyed it. The mango pie oh my is goodness. one of my favorite desserts ever that I didn't think I would be into, but it is a like every time I go. Yeah, there's a there's a server there named Jenna who We've had her a few times. Yeah, but she was the one who told us about the mango pie yeah. and we have not stopped have ordering you had this? it. Do you know no, we this? have not had the mango pie. Now I'm, I are you mango people though? Um yeah. You're not. I, I, really. I, yeah, I it is a shortbread crust. So think key lime pie. This is that what kind I'm of style. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So shortbread crust with like, uh, like it's not a pudding uh, because it's thick, but it is like probably mixed with, I don't know, like a, a heavy cream chilled. Um, it's orange because it's mango flavored. So it's just like a, yeah. a fresh and sweet 
kind of flavor with a mango and raspberry like drizzle on it. Yeah. But very nice. It's really, very really refreshing. nice. Uh, number three on my list is uh, is our Canadian content for the week. Uh, that is Le Cellier oh, in the Canadian soup. Pavilion. Yeah, cheddar <laughs> soup. I don't honestly know where cheddar soup is popular Do or famous know? from. Uh, I, I feel uh, like is it Quebec? I, but that's what I was going to say because yeah. they always seem to like far more indulgent foods. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Have you guys had it? Nope. We tried no, it at the food and wine. This goes back to the two double credits. You guys will come to real. This but, is... but you can get it at food and wine. Right. Yeah. That's true. And that's right, the place fair. we've had it. That's true. Um, but that being said, we have we have dined in La Cellier yeah. yes. uh, it, a couple of it times. Is, it's, it is, uh, I know a lot of people say it's not worth the two credits. I don't know. We've enjoyed it. Um, and we'll, we'll pay believe, out of pocket usually yeah. for it. And yeah. I believe it was one of the ones that actually kind of forced the two credits. I believe because... so. I've heard it. It wasn't always. No. Yeah. And I, I, the the waits were so long and, and right. people were just kind of, I believe it's also why the uh, $10 cancellation fee. Oh, I didn't know that. Implemented as well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It kind of makes sense though, because obviously, you know, if it was a one service, uh, one table credit. Uh, oh, it would be incredible value. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Uh, it's a steakhouse, the Canadian yeah. steakhouse, uh, these big cuts of, of beef. Um, and, and do they use... Um, is it Alberta beef that they it serve? Is Alberta at one beef time it was. So I think if you're not in Canada, that's something that you don't come by as often. Oh, yeah. for sure. And I think the menu has changed kind of over the years. They add dishes or change dishes. Uh, obviously poutine has kind of been, uh, been a big mm-hmm. addition that a lot of people kind of, uh, bring up as, as something that they really enjoy at that restaurant. But they do fancy poutine. It, fancy poutine. With truffles, like truffle And red truffle wine oil. reduction. Yeah. It was, yeah, so it fancy. Was good. Uh, that's definitely, uh, one of the reasons why, uh, it's my mm-hmm. number three restaurant. And real quick, um, for anybody listening to this podcast, uh, in the comment section, feel free to chirp the fact that I just said Quebec likes indulgent food. Maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. If you know where the cheddar cheese soup comes yeah. from, originates from, please let us know. Um, because yeah, I would love to know. Yeah, yeah, where the origins are mm-hmm. of that? Because yeah. I can't pin it, and no. and the uh, the cast members who are in the Canadian Pavilion can't necessarily pin I'm it not either. Really sure. Where it starts from? It probably starts in Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, number two, uh, we've said before, Be Our Guest Restaurant. Uh, there's something really magical about walking into that ballroom right off the bat. Do you remember when we went, I would say fairly, I don't know, did you guys ever go when you were led to your table and the server or the hostess had the so, Lumiere, like candlestick to lead you? They uh, used to have no, that. So. They would give it rose. to you. Yes, um, so they would give you the candlestick early on and you would kind of follow them into to the, like to light your way oh, to no your way. table. And it was such a, such a nice little touch. They don't do, I think because they're too busy. It's, I think yeah. it's just too, they would have too many. It's probably too high of a cost. Uh, cause it's the one that you can buy in the shops. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. light up one that's yeah. like, I don't know, 50 or $60 or something. And I'm assuming that the, the busyness is what drove it to be a, a signature restaurant. Yeah. Uh, why they kind of changed the menu and made it a two credit instead of a single credit um, restaurant. Uh, I think from what I had heard, they had a number of people who would make a dinner reservation, not be overly hungry or not want to spend the money and just buy the gray stuff because they they wanted, they wanted the experience of kind of doing the the gray stuff it's delicious and so they especially at lunch and sometimes dinner they would make a reservation 
just order that and then leave. And that's not really great for the restaurant in terms yeah. of turning tables. So, um, but there, you know, one of the last times that we were in there, uh, we were seated in the ballroom right next to the windows where it perpetually snows outside and you just kind of get transported, especially if you're there in the middle of summer when it's yes. super hot, there's something about watching it snow outside that makes it feel cooler in there. Yeah. Uh, definitely the West wing. Um, we, we were there at one time before and it's, you know, the ambience in that room is incredible. I think that's the experience that you're really paying for. It is pricier than pretty much any restaurant um, that's offering the equivalent type of food or um, or service, but the experience is really what you're what you're putting the money in for. Yeah, most recently we had breakfast there, and I would say the food wasn't quite as good as I remembered. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, but who knows? I could have been in a bad mood. <laughs> I, again, I, I as I. The ambiance is such a mm-hmm. game changer, Absolutely. right? Because you're right. That breakfast is maybe a little bit more money than, say, Columbia Harbor House or yeah. Pinocchio Village House. But I want to see the rose. I yeah. want to see the music box. I want to see it snowing or the beast portrait. Portrait. Well, it's just you so know, grand. Yeah. yeah, totally so grand. And number one on my list, uh, Lauren may have mentioned it earlier. Monsieur Paul is my All favorite right. restaurant. Uh, I think on Disney property. Wow. Out of yeah. everything. He loves it. It is, it, it feels like such a hole in the wall restaurant because you don't see that's, it. That's might be a little extreme. It's not quite a hole in the wall. No, uh, no, but I mean, uh, it's what kind I, of hidden. Yeah. What I mean is you can't see it from uh, walking past the pavilion. Right. You have to walk into the pavilion, turn around and be walking back out of the pavilion in order to see the sign. It's on the second floor uh, mm-hmm. above uh, Chef de France. And, you know, it's not a huge restaurant inside, no. but the the French cuisine and the experience of that, uh, the servers are incredible. Um, it was, it has, you know, to this day still been some of the best meals that I've ever had on Disney property. So I'll continue to go back there. They have a chocolate dessert that's like a, a chocolate dome that the uh, server... Fair pours a heated chocolate mm. over top so it like melts to kind and of opens the, up yeah to to a little treat inside and some ice cream it's beautiful i think that the france pavilion is so well done it is that even the idea of walking to your little cafe or restaurant in yeah. the france pavilion would just add even that much more to the experience mm-hmm. Absolutely. like that pavilion is just spot on yeah yeah well, that's it yeah those, those are our Let's eat. Or five. Yeah. Some surprises, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, number ones are, are pretty surprising. A, a but... good mix of sort of food-driven and atmosphere-driven or experience-driven. Absolutely. I would eat at all these places. Yeah, multiple um, times. And have eaten at most of them. And I'm certainly hungry already. Yeah. I want to put all of, a whole bunch of new ones on my list. Yeah. Except for San Angel. <laughs> the volcano. <laughs> the volcano is beautiful. It's not yes. the food. Yeah. Give it another chance. All right, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe next time. That's right. Uh, well, that's it for episode number one of... We did it. Dole Whips and Double Doubles. All right. We have yeah. been your Double Doubles. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. 